You will fail. So what? Everybody does. But your gym, your watch, your yoga pants, they pretend you won't. So when you miss a day, eat the pancakes. Give up on a workout? You failed? Seriously, what the hell? We're body. We've been a part of that too, but not anymore. At body, we're rejecting perfection and embracing reality. Not in a pizza Monday kind of way, in a loving your whole life kind of way. In a, this workout is fun and it's okay if I take a week off kind of way. In an, I'm eating healthy and it's okay if I indulge kind of way. In a, I like myself no matter what kind of way. Yeah, you will fail. We all will. But we're not going to let that be the end. You see that? We're already making progress. So let's keep going. We are body. Start your free trial at body.com. That's B-O-D-I dot com. Hi, I'm Vanessa. And I'm Abby. And you're listening to The Real Moms of Bravo, a weekly Bravo podcast where we recap your favorite Bravo shows in 30 minutes or less. And I feel like we've got a lot to talk about. I know it's cliche. We literally maybe say that <laughs> every single time. Well, it's but interesting a, things to talk about. It's been a very much like I feel like an emotional whirlwind of a week for Bravo. Um, and so, and I am fully caught up on some of, like I would say, one of the more emotional series, which we'll dive into last. But first, uh, OC is back. And... Um, I mean, what it, it starts off really with Kelly. I'm pretty, maybe I'm missing one small minor scene, but Kelly asking her daughter to promote her skin line for divorced kids, which is awful. Like, I haven't watched OC in a while, and I was dumbfounded by that scene on how like tone deaf Kelly is with her daughter. So Kelly has historically, in my opinion, shared way too much with her daughter just about about everything, about her drama with other women about all the men she's dating, about going out. Like you show, you saw a clip where Vicky said like, she knows way too much. And like, there was a point in time where Vicky and Kelly were very close and Vicky seemed to generally like care for Kelly. Uh, but I've always felt so bad for her daughter more than anything. It's just all the men that she knows about her mom dating. And then just the drama with the women, she was seeking Jolie's advice on it at one point. It's really sad. And honestly, a part of me, and again, I'm jumping in a couple seasons out with OC, but why, Kelly, do you even keep your daughter on the show? I really don't know. Why have her be on there? Like, just let her not appear on the show. I think that would protect her and the bullying that she's facing, which is really sad to hear about. Honestly, if my kid said, here are the messages I'm getting, I would, I would quit the show. If it meant living in a smaller house, if it meant getting a job, if it meant changing my lifestyle, I would do that because the last thing I want is my child being bullying for how I'm perceived. I just, my kids are probably going to get bullied for many other things in life, but if it's something that I could control, I would eliminate that from their lives. Most definitely. It was heartbreaking to watch. And I just felt like Kelly, I mean, she was emotional, but also, I don't know, maybe that's just how Kelly is. And I'm just kind of getting used to that. But it just seemed, it, I just felt weird when it was airing and just felt sad for her daughter. It truly was I just sad. Felt, I felt yucky. I just felt yucky about it. And that's why I said it's been an emotional whirlwind because it really, that part of it really broke my heart. And there's a few other things that happened that broke my heart with OC. But one thing that made me happy was seeing Shannon's daughter 
uh, talking to her mom and just being so confident because Shannon's kids have been through the ringer, not necessarily because of reality TV, more just because of the fact that their parents were in a very challenging marriage. They were witnessing it. There were times where they would tell their mom, they could tell she was not happy, which I'm sure as a parent is really hard to hear. But then I think the best thing you can do as a parent then is to make whatever changes that needs to be to show your kids how to be a happy, healthy adult. And it seems like Shannon is now doing that. Yes. And her daughter cracked me up with her short little yellow dress. <laughs> she looked good. Her booty. No, she looked great. But her booty, if she bent over, it'll be a full moon. And I love that she said, God created me this way. <laughs> I have long legs. Like, she, what? <laughs> Shannon's was like, response what? was every mom everywhere. She's like, God also created a vagina for you, but you don't need to show the world that. Like, I... I loved it. I love Sophie and the confessionals. I think kids have to be a certain age before they can do it because you don't see super young kids in the confessionals or the interviews or whatever you want to call it. But I'm loving Sophie on there. I thought it was really, really funny. And she does. I mean, we don't know this. We are basing this off of what we see, but she does seem like she has a good head on her shoulders, especially when she told her mom, what did she tell her mom? Not to go out, not to drink too much, not to just she was giving her advice. And then her last rule right back was to her. have fun, which I thought was really sweet. It was really cute. I think that was on last week, the we- first week, the first episode. I will say it's a weird dynamic coming from someone who had a parent that probably dated more than I did my entire life. <laughs> Big red. My dad. I mean, I remember one time I was in, I was out of college. And so that's supposed to be, you know, when you're young and dating and I'm going to age myself here, but Vanessa and I did not have online dating to find our spouses. It was old-fashioned go to bars I was a blind date Vanessa met her husband in college but a lot of our friends you had to go out to meet somebody and you truly would meet people at bars and my dad would go and have dates for the next two weeks I would go and not have a date for two months so it is a weird dynamic when both you and your parent are single and hitting the scene (laughs) so I love seeing the scene yeah I love Sophie's (laughs) advice it was really sweet I just it's a, I'm sure it's for some people watching, it probably seemed really maybe inappropriate, but honestly, I mean, what are you going to do when you're single and out there and your daughter's 18 and has a boyfriend too? So I thought it was Exactly. Cute. I mean, you can't be not self-aware to the fact that your daughter's growing up yeah. and she is going to date. So if she's going to date, at least be involved and have conversations with her and don't have her shun you out because you were, you know, yeah. being, it was cute that she's not old enough. It was cute. But you know, what was not cute is Shane. Shane, so she, I, you didn't get to meet Shane last season. Shane has sucked always, in my Ooh. opinion. Shane, I'm trying to compare. He's not as bad as Tamara's first husband, uh, or was it her second husband? The husband that she divorced on the show. I can't remember his name now. Simon. Simon. Slade wasn't that bad, but have you noticed it's always S's? <laughs> yeah. When you're Slade, naming Shane, the names, I noticed Simon, that. I'm like, ugh, I'm going to mix them all up. <laughs> something in the OC shit yeah if only Brooks was named Steve it was the other way around but um Shane sucks he's always sucked and he is sucking even more this season which I didn't even think it was possible awful like who so she's hosting a dinner for her mother-in-law's birthday so Shane's mom this is the thing you're missing your own mother's birthday in making your wife host it and do everything awful he's tone deaf I was just appalled I did get one little giggle in in that scene seeing Shane's mom dress up for Bravo and being on television like she had her fur for a dinner at home it was <laughs> that made me laugh 
especially considering no one else was that dressed up. Everyone else no. is wearing, I mean, everyone looked nice, but, but nobody was wearing their furs to a, a dinner at home where kids were running around. It wasn't like a yes. fancy catered dinner. No. It was, I guess it was a fancy served dinner, but literally kids are running around. It that cracked me up, but he's awful. Like the worst. And I saw that you made a note about this. I totally agree. The fact that he can't pass the bar is a little reminiscent of another Bravo character, but I love that other Bravo character. I'll let you uh, talk about who you think he reminds you of. Craigers and that passing the bar. Again, I don't know how long Shane's been trying to pass the bar and how long that's been a thing with Emily, but what I think is bizarre is Emily has already passed the bar. So she met, Shane, it's going to be really hard now that I have all these S's in my head. She met Shane while working for a law firm. They fell in love and had kids and she has since stopped working, but he doesn't even have his, he hasn't passed the bar. He's not legally a lawyer yet. It is so bizarre to me that he treats her this way when honestly, like she's already achieved more life than he has. Yeah. And even his sister, his sister passed the bar too. So lawyers, it's like a big thing in the family and the fact that he hasn't passed it, but he can't show up to his mom's dinner, just have a piece of cake and then go back to studying. Like what a dick, like those extra 30 minutes is really going to help you pass. I don't think so. He sucks. He really sucked. And he sucked last season. I've never really seen a redeeming quality out of him. It's very reminiscent of Tamara and Simon where it's you're watching a marriage crumble and you pretty much know they're headed for divorce. It's just a matter of when it's going to happen. And I feel bad saying that. And if anybody gets upset and loves him, I would, I welcome and encourage hearing your side of the story (laughs) because I want to, I want to know what redeeming qualities maybe the rest of the world seeing that I'm not, but I do not see this couple lasting and it really breaks my heart. Maybe we should take a poll on whether or not anyone sees any redeeming qualities because I don't think, anyone will I'm very curious I feel like it's gonna be a landslide of people not liking him but I'm always surprised on these so I agree we're gonna do a poll and let us know what you think Bronwyn's mom I was so surprised by her I was not expecting that I well so we saw the picture of her so I had a feeling but I just can't believe how smart she is when they called her Dr. Deb I thought it was kind of a joke not meaning that she's a joke but just you know there's certain people that are gurus of things and so they're like the dr love and you know dr fitness and i thought dr deb meant just she was the queen of holistic living she's truly a doctor i didn't know that it cracked me up and her burning man and (laughs) everything about her i was just like i'm very very interested about you can you be a character on the show and her colorful rainbow dreads and i'm just really interested to see the dynamic between bronwyn and her mom we will see. I think we're going to see a lot more of Dr. Deb. This is just the beginning because everybody's already posting about her and loving her. So I have a feeling that we are going to be seeing quite a bit of Dr. Deb, if not this season, for seasons to come, because Bronwyn seems to be pretty quickly a favorite. A favorite. We love her. Someone I do not love is Gina's new boyfriend, who we she starts to talk about, and we do not see him, but we've had the pleasure in quotations, yeah. just so you all know, of interacting with this asshole. So this guy, we've talked about it before, but just a refresher. You know, you'll Google Bravo on Instagram, and there are a lot of fan pages. We are one of many. We are also one of many that he sent us the exact same photos of him and Gina shortly after their breakup was announced and that it was announced that Gina was getting back together with her husband. 
I truly think his intent was to see all these accounts post about Gina and her boyfriend and hope to somehow sever our anger of that relationship. What I really hope though, is that he was not aware of the physical abuse because if so, and some of this posting led to Gina's ex slash kind of husband, husband slash husband again, acting violently again, I think he is even worse than anybody. The only person he's maybe not worse than is what's his name from New Jersey who won't send his son to college because he's gay. Yeah, exactly. No, he is fucking thirsty. I'm curious to see how that all plays out. And I agree 100% with everything you said. So the episode kind of ends with a party at Tamara's house. Her new house is gorgeous, but I feel like I don't remember her other house. Um, I wasn't, I didn't watch the other season, so I don't remember. It is really pretty. I actually thought it was tastefully decorated more so than I expected from Tamara. Agreed. I, I said it. <laughs> no, like, sorry. She's kind of nouveau riche to put it nicely. So I, sometimes it can be very awkward. I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> I just like that you said that in French. Nouveau riche. <laughs> Thanks. You know, sounding really fancy. But she is. I think she's definitely someone who didn't come for money and then got thrown into it and loves spending money and talking about it where, you know, I don't think. I don't think Kyle Richards, everyone knows she's rich. She doesn't have to talk about it. You can just tell. Yep. Ding, 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 yeah. ding. So this, the end of the episode kind of revolves around a fight between Vicky and, or not Vicky. Yeah, Vicky. Vicky, Vicky yeah. and Kelly Dodd. So Vicky wants to confront Kelly Dodd about this voice message that she left her, <laughs> which with the, with the new iPhone where she's using the pig um, emoji. I speak. I shouldn't think it's funny, but I do only because Vicky is such a bully. And the fact that anytime someone comes at her, she just can't handle it. But she throws so many horrible things out there about people and then can't take an ounce of it back. She even said again to Tamara, you know, Tamara reminded her, you brought up the fact that Kelly does coke. And uh, Vicky was saying to Tamara, well, I've heard of people who've done it with her. And Tamara's like, you don't say that about someone you do not throw out on public like national television to put it out there into the public that somebody does coke unless you have seen it and you have a video of them doing it. And even then you don't do it. And Vicky's response back was, well, she called me fat. Yeah. Well, Vicky's tone deaf. <laughs> worse than Luann. I didn't think there was somebody more just self-centered than Luann. And I think Vicky might be. I haven't seen Vicky in a minute, but I feel like she hasn't changed from what I see on TV, she has not changed. I think you're absolutely nailing it that she can't take it. She dishes it out. She's rude to other people and she cannot take it. I do give Kelly credit in that moment saying like, I do not want to talk to you. I, what she said was harsh, but I give her credit for being like, I do not want to talk to you. Leave me alone. And then of course, because of production in Bravo TV, Vicky then continues to talk to Kelly. Yeah. Like follow her around. It's yes. just bizarre. <laughs> Uh, I'm sure production basically told her going into it, like, do not, not have a conversation with well, her. Well, and Vicky, I mean, her motive, as we all know, she got demoted. Yeah. She's and... done. I think she knew going in, there was rumors that she wasn't even going to be on. So the fact that Vicky was on and being filmed, I'm sure she thought she needs to bring it. And she just, I'm curious to see what other things she's going to do. That's just uncomfortable and clearly against social norms just to make good television. Um, 
I'm sure we're going to see something. Remember when she sent herself flowers? We're pretty sure when she said she wasn't demoted. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That was, I forgot about that. That's so sad. (laughs) It is so sad. Well, she said she wasn't demoted and she got flowers. From uh, Sirens Media. And they're like, no, we we didn't. No one sent you flowers. God, clearly not because she's just a friend of, but moving on though so that's oc and i think we're in for a very uncomfortable rocky ride and we're gonna see a lot more fighting but before we sorry before we move on though there has been as with any bravo show a lot of drama off camera or you know outside of filming and usually it's among the women and this time it's really sad because it's within a family um but tamra's son ryan and his ex sarah have been in a pretty heated Instagram battle. And over the weekend, Tamara took to Instagram to put a pretty, she put a lot of effort into making this graphic, I don't know what you'd call it. She made a quote or made her own statement and then promptly deleted it a few hours later. But she basically was saying, not my circus, not my monkeys. I'm going to let them play this all out. But it it just seems really odd that that's the statement you're going to make about basically her son sending his ex a picture of a bullet and telling her to kill herself. Yeah. I don't even, even it's, I'm having trouble finding words. She was, should have not spoken. If she were to speak, she should say I'm, it's being dealt with my lawyers. I'm concerned about the safety of Ava. We're going to do what's best for Ava. That's all she needed to say. And honestly, I think Bravo needs to step up with these serious when we have serious allegations like that, they need to step in and be like, we don't, we don't support that. And we don't want that type of, I don't even want to call it talent, but you know what I mean? We don't want those type of people on our show with our reputation. And Ryan is clearly on Bravo's payroll. So I mean, honestly, they should say that he's not getting paid and that he owes them money from the season. There should be something in the contract where basically you're fine for this type of behavior because it's so awful. I do think part of the reason why Tamara wanted to make a statement was because she was on Watch What Happens Live and somebody asked about it. And she said she hadn't seen the text. And she said that Sarah posts a lot of stuff on social media and then quickly deletes it. I'm not buying it. And I think that when she saw it, clearly, I don't think those texts were fake. I think it would have been really hard to do that entire conversation, photo edit it and do all of that. But I did find it very ironic that Tamara said Sarah posts stuff and then deletes it. And Tamara did the same thing. Yeah. Mic drop. I don't even think we have anything else yeah. to add to that. So, I mean, I think off camera, we've got a lot unfolding too. But we did have a lot happen with Southern Charm as well. And it was, I, I don't know what I think of the season yet. I'm going to wait and make my final judgment until after the reunion. But it was an interesting finale. It was an interesting finale. I mean, it starts with Patricia talking about Ashley. So Catherine and Patricia go shopping together for her party, the um, stag, stag party. I think that's what she called it. Yeah. Her stag party. So they went shopping. Patricia made a comment on Ashley and said she's ill-equipped to go to warfare with me, which I loved. I love Patricia's one-liners. And I agree. She is ill-equipped. I think to go to warfare. Anybody would be, but particularly Ashley. I would never, I would never try to go head to head with Miss Patricia, but Ashley is ridiculous if she thought that somehow she could. And clearly she does, because we'll dive into later what Ashley does. But then after that, so that conversation, I think it was sweet. It's just really solidifying the fact that these two women truly are friends with Patricia and Catherine. 
But then after that, we find out what a lot of people had suspected, and that is Shep tried to hook up with Madison, and she quickly shot him down. Mm-hmm. I was happy to see that Bravo had the receipts. The producers were like, yep, you tried to bang that bitch. And that I like that he even said to Chelsea that he had a, quote, vague memory that I could bang her. Those were his words. Yet the clip was showing her clearly shutting him down, which just is so funny to me. But what made my stomach turn? And Shep is just such an, an arrogant elitist. It makes me sick when he said, she would never last in my world. He truly thinks he's above everyone and that this, you know, because he's rich and he was born into this family, that if you're poor, you just, you don't cut it. It doesn't matter what else you do in life. You're nothing because you weren't born into a rich family like him. He is gross. And you all, we're not going to waste any time or air on Shep because we've given that to you yeah. a lot already. But you all know what we think of Shep. But that really solidified it. I think some other things that we saw solidified, one, Eliza's boring. I, I really don't even know what she brought to the season. But then, I don't know what she brought. Naomi, too, though, to me. I thought Naomi... I'm sorry, Naomi fans. I do like her as a person, but I thought she was really boring too. She was really boring. I think I blame Matul on that. Matul is weird too. I, I wasn't quite understanding some of the, his vibe. But before the girls go get to the party, we see them get ready at Catherine's, which I thought was really cute. It kind of reminded me of the college days, getting ready with your friends. But we also found out that Danny is clearly not okay with Madison and Catherine as friends. She kind of lost her cool a little bit she did lose her cool I did like that Catherine respected the friendship and nipped it in the butt immediately and said fine I won't go to the party with Austin and Madison and she didn't it's, and she didn't it seemed a little you know staged maybe. I think yeah, it's but a little like, stage just because why wouldn't Craig and Madison be like what the fuck why aren't they coming with us yeah exactly but I you know she nipped it and she said I don't want you to be upset so I will not go. So I thought that was good. I did too. I did like that we finally get to see Hunter. Yes, Hunter. And he is a short little man. I, <laughs> I mean, Catherine's so, tall. But... but I felt like I could put him in my pocket and just walk around with him <laughs> at the party. I mean, he was so little. He was a Polly Pocket male version. He, I refer to Bruno Mars as a pocket prince and I would just take him <laughs> out of my pocket and he can just sing. And I feel like Hunter can do the same because he's really talented. Check his Instagram. If you haven't, he has some pipes. He's truly is talented and they do look happy. He seemed awkward being in camera. Like Jason Cam's husband, oh, who we saw at the party was like so super stupid. awkward. So awkward. He was so awkward. I mean, I would be the same way. I think I would be nervously laughing and probably drinking too much which I hope he did both but before we got to the party there was a scene at the salon so on one hand we have the group of girls getting ready at Catherine's which is Danny Cam Naomi and Catherine getting ready and then on the flip side Eliza goes to fix her weave which I love that you're so happy about and Ashley shows up so Abby, what was your thought on that scene with Ashley and Eliza? Well, it was fake. You could tell. I don't know if it was fake. Either production forced it or, I mean, I think with those things, and we've heard from people that basically, like, you're, you get a note from production being like, you need to show up at X salon at X time. You might not know who's going to be there, but you just know you need to be at a place. I think Ashley, as she did with basically everything this season, 
had things planned in her mind and practiced and rehearsed stuff and then just never really anticipates what other people are going to say in return and just sticks to her script and it doesn't make sense. Oh, it does not make sense. The, the scene between Eliza and Ashley, I was cracking up because Eli- Eliza looked like to me, you know when you watch SNL and they break from their scene yes. and they start to laugh? That's what it looked like to me that Eliza was doing, that she was like, oh shit, I can't help but want to laugh right now <laughs> yeah. because you sound fucking crazy saying the stuff that you're saying, but I'm going to try to be serious while you tell me that Patricia is a bitch I don't even remember what Ashley said like what she was basically I think she just has it so set in her head that Patricia has wronged her and she's going to try to convince all these people who have been lifelong friends with Patricia I gather that Eliza coming from as much money as she does is probably friends with one of the richest women in Charleston Patricia and is not going to say anything rude about her Uh, I also feel like you can tell that Ashley's not from the south because I just I feel like the rest of the people don't behave that way they don't act as aggressive and don't air it just so bluntly like Ashley does no I also think Ashley I wouldn't even say this is necessarily smart because she is a villain and we no one really likes her I don't think I've met a person who likes Ashley but I think she's trying to ride on these 15 minutes of Bravo fame and she wants to be casted next season and she's being extra and ridiculous and over the top completely agree 100% agree um one thing we too we forgot to mention is as they're getting ready for the party, we find out that Shep has concocted a plan where he is bringing the two girls from How the video. How could we forget? Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. And I can't decide what I think about Craig. So we also, for those of you that follow us on Instagram, we went live after the finale wrapped and kind of gave some of our thoughts on that. I can't figure out if Craig really is so blind, dumb. little puppy, and dumb. <laughs> yeah. That he, it didn't cross his mind that this is clearly a vindictive play by Shep to bring both these girls. Because he makes a comment saying, oh, so we're not taking them because we like them or want them to like us. I mean, was Shep thinking he was going to fall in love with the girl who stood there filming Madison and Austin after an alleged threesome with no sex? That whole situation was shitty in multiple reasons. One, Austin found out from Bailey, which why are we trying to make Bailey happen? She never happened before. I agree. Like, <laughs> like why are we trying to make Bailey happen? That's Bye. just not going to happen. Give it no. up. <laughs> no. Bye, Bailey. So he finds out from Bailey that Shep is doing this. And instead of calling Shep and saying, hey, asshole, what the fuck are you doing? He calls Madison and is like, oh, man, I don't know. Like, in his puppet mouth. And he's like, oh, I don't know, babe. Oh, blah, blah, blah. Like, don't drink too much alcohol, whatever he says. Like, let's not drink. I was dumbfounded by that. And then at the party, he's like, oh, my gosh, this is an ambush, and I can't. I I just can't. And I'm like, well, it's not an ambush. You knew about it. (laughs) Seriously. And, like, why would you you not confront Shep before all that happens and try to stop this from happening? Is he that, like, what's what's a pussy whip? Are you dick whipped by Shep? (laughs) He's he's dickmatized. He is dickmatized. And it is bizarre because I can guarantee you if I had an alleged threesome, which would be pretty wild because I'm pretty square in general. But if I did have a threesome and I was upset about it and you, you know, brought these dudes to a party and I caught wind of it, I would probably just send you like a scathing text, leave you a horrible voicemail. I would not just sit there and anticipate it and wait for it to happen. Oh, yeah. And that's kind of 
adds into the production feeling a little fake and stage, in my opinion. Yeah. Especially when he's trying to reconcile with Madison and is like, I love you and all this bullshit. And then he lets that fly. And then the girls. So what was your take in general at the party? So uh, circling back to what you originally said, Craigers, I do feel like he can't be that dumb to not know what Shep was doing. I don't know if he was just like really drunk and not listening. I can kind of see with Craig, he will say yes to things without truly knowing what he's signing on for. Like, he seems to Definitely. not fully yeah. listen to conversations where he's like, yeah, 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 whatever. That sounds like fun. That girl's hot. I'll go. And then all of a sudden later on, it's like, oh, that's the girl in the video. He, Fuck. I think, I don't know. I think he knew on some level that something was up. I don't think he thought it was, I think when it hit him and he figured out what was really happening, he realized how rude and mean it was and felt bad and tried to get out of it. But I can't believe he's just that dumb that he thought like, oh, these girls just like us. They randomly had a threesome with Austin too. What a coincidence. <laughs> when it turns out, so the girls, so the Southern Charm girls confront the um, two chicks that Shep and Craig brought asking up front, hey, did you fuck Austin? And they said, no. Do you believe that? I don't. I listened to the after show and Naomi was imitating the girls. It was hilarious. Maybe the funniest thing I've seen Naomi do. And I wish she would have acted like this this season. But apparently they just kept going. I don't know. It was like a wild night. It was just wild. And (laughs) uh, they edited or production made them like got some. At one point they said no. And that's what they went with. But apparently the girls never really confirmed or denied. But they kept saying these were like the dumbest ballet girls you've ever seen in your life. Which oh, I can kind of tell. Totally... They seemed hammered. And nobody is filming that shit because they're worried they're going to get attacked and they need proof. No. No. Nope, nope, nope. nope. So after that hilarious scene, we come to the ultimate takedown. Yeah. Madison confronts Shep. Your thoughts? Amazing. First of all. <laughs> so oh, many, amazing. So many reasons. One. Madison is a badass bitch if I've ever seen a badass bitch. And I don't use that term. So I, that's just how strongly I feel about her. She, <laughs> <A> bad- <laughs> yeah. She had, she was just, she was like what Ashley wants to be. She didn't have to rehearse. She didn't have to prepare. She had it all in her head and she knew what she wanted to say. And Shep was like sweating with his position, like posture change. You could tell he was so uncomfortable. And I think he realized that she has figured him out and she just exposed him to everyone. He is sad. He is lonely. And he is going after Austin because he doesn't want to lose a friend to be in a relationship because it just shows how alone he is. And Cam asked him the same thing. Are you upset about this because Austin's in love? And he could be, oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. (laughs) It was like watching a five-year-old. I just, I, but I loved, Madison did not back down. And when he said, you know, sticks and stones may break my bones, I loved it. And she goes, well, clearly words hurt you. I mean, God, that was so awesome. I wish I could do that. I wish I could do that, too. And I just love Madison has, like, a nice smirk or half smile in the middle of her fights with people. Wonderful. It's uh, It's so good. I I don't have that. I would, I, like, sweat and I 
would probably just run away. Be like, okay, bye. Gotta go to the bathroom. I, if you've also, ever seen me try to do it. Situations. Yeah, I never get in situations because I'm boring. But like, yes. I can't even do like a no tooth smile without looking weird. I'll try to show you guys <laughs> what I look like when I try to do this. So if I give a smirk like that, it would, I would just look like a demented person, but she just kills it. And I just think it's time that somebody calls Shep out because as I look back at the way he's behaved and stuff, it's clear that he's immature, but he also just is an arrogant asshole. And I was just so happy to see someone call him out. I wish Cam called him out more, honestly. I I I mean, I know she kind of has, but it is, you know, seeing how the season played out and knowing that Cam is super close to Whitney and Shep and they tend to be the most entitled assholes yeah i just i don't know i kind of want my girl our girl cam to be like hey fucker stop being an asshole i think but we don't always get that at least on camera i agree i think she's gonna say something to him at the reunion i just i feel like she's not gonna sit back and let him keep going especially after watching maybe some of the stuff that she didn't know about and seeing some of the things he said i just have a feeling he's going to She's going to not let him just get away with it. I hope the, at least that's the my- reunion looks good. Have you seen the preview? Yes. And I, I mean, so many people are turning on each other. So many things get thrown out there. Everybody's making such a big deal about Craig apparently being like addicted to Adderall when every other freaking housewife city has admitted that they all do that kind of stuff. So I found <laughs> Vanderpump rules. Yeah. As well. Found that really interesting. I don't know why I coughed. I don't know why I felt necessary to cough there, but just for drama. Just a little show that rhymes with Schmanderschwamp. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it just, it, uh, the reunion looks surprising. I was really shocked when I saw some of the people turning on each other. I love that. Kath- I don't even know what Catherine said, but she's like, you better shut the fuck up. I think to Austin when uh, commenting on her sobriety, yeah. which she just got joint custody so, except I'm disappointed that I saw Naomi. It looks like Naomi is claiming that Catherine was drinking. Oh, it's gonna get messy, and yeah. we're gonna watch, and we will share our thoughts. Totally. Uh, one thing though, we, before we go, I feel like we we're just way over. Everybody, just hit next if you don't want to keep listening. But we cannot, <laughs> we cannot let it go by. We have a few more things we have to talk about. Ashley shows up to the party and confronts Patricia. Oh my Patricia. gosh, how could we forget? We, yes. I just went into the reunion. Yeah, it's okay. I just can't let this go because my favorite part, it's not even that Ashley showed up. Like, what an idiot. Who shows up to a party? You're clearly not invited. Nobody wants you there. Nobody likes you there. Everything you've shown up to has been a disaster. Learn your lesson. But she shows up and Patricia goes, uh-huh, and just waves a finger and a security guard escorts Ashley out. And that's the end of it. And Patricia barely had to say four words to Ashley and she's gone. <laughs> But I would have loved if she did the middle finger. Like I wanted her use to her middle the, finger. I wanted her to do like a dick suck thing. You know, where you like <laughs> do like cross your arms by your Yes. Yes. Um I that would have been mic drop for sure. But then the best part is she's getting kicked out. She basically is saying she's being assaulted that he pushed her down the steps when he's barely touching her. He's just like, ma'am, come on, ma'am, you gotta go. She calls Thomas and then says, Should I call nine one one? Which was I mean, it was a hilarious moment because Ashley lacked so much self-awareness. It's unbelievable. Like, I do not understand how her friend was like, her friend, even, I don't even think gave her an immediate no. Like, I would have taken the phone if someone said something that dumb. I think her friend was just staring at her, waiting for her to admit <laughs> she was joking or being dramatic. I, I would, I mean, I feel like that's a joke we all say. Oh my gosh, the pizza delivery man's late. Should I call 911? Nobody actually yeah. thinks about doing it. But, but Ashley, 
but Ashley, my gosh. Well, Southern Charm, we've got a lot to talk about there. And before we wrap up, we have to comment on a moment that happened on Million Dollar Listing New York. Best kept secret ever. We don't see this nowadays on a lot of our Bravo shows because of social media. But we find out that Luis is having a kid. I love, I mean, I'm getting goosebumps now just thinking of it for a couple reasons. Like you said, rarely are these things a surprise. You know, we already knew that Ryan and his wife had a baby. They've already had the baby. We see that they get a positive pregnancy test on the show, but there's just, it's hard to keep that kind of stuff a secret. And he did. And he even flew it over production. They didn't even know what was happening. But the part that I loved is the way he was talking about, I've got to get my shit together before I have a kid. And then said, I hope that's not true because I'm having one. And I thought it was really, and you and I have talked about this. I thought it was really honest and real because I don't think any of us really have our shit together before we have kids. And I think being aware of it and getting treatment, if you're having depression and having anxiety and issues with any type of mental health is amazing. But I don't think any of us are ever a hundred percent mental, like healthy. And, um, I just think it's great that he kind of said, like, I'm going to try to be the best person I can for my daughter, which I think for a lot of us, becoming a parent changes you and it makes you want to be a better person. And it makes you want to maybe face some demons that you've been putting aside. And I just thought it was really heartwarming. I thought it was heartwarming as well. I just, Luis is very rare on Bravo where he can come across so authentic and so honest and real. He pours his heart out there. It was so, he just showed so much vulnerability in that moment. And you're absolutely right. You're never truly ready. And I, I think I'm constantly thinking every day, do I have my shit together? Like, do I really? But I think the fact that he cares enough and he's thinking about that makes you already a good parent. If you're working on yourself for the better of, um, the better for your child's life and all of that, you're already a better parent. 100 percent agree and i love that he's having a girl they all have girls i know frederick has twins he has a boy and a girl but steve basically the girls it's just girl girl dads and i think it's adorable uh but now we're getting to the point of our show where it is time for a shout out and i know we are extremely over and i somewhat apologize but i want to give this it's shout our out. own show yeah you, you don't apologize well, our, our show our rules there you go <laughs> but i do want to give this shout out proper attention because a lot of you were shocked when you saw that megan king Edmonds posted a video of uh for us of her new home and i've said on a few other episodes and i've said and maybe you know if you responded to us at dms and i said it when we went live i live in st louis she is building a home in st louis it's, it's a small town, basically. I mean, it's not. There's a lot of people that live here, but everyone knows each other. And I knew where her house was being built. I know I could drive by it right now if I wanted to. And a lot of you wanted to drive by. And I felt a little uncomfortable driving by, filming it and posting it. Just like it was almost like an invasion of her privacy, uh, especially because she's not on the show anymore. And we reached out to her and I just asked if I could drive by and do a video of it that everybody would love to see it. They'd love an update on the house. And she promptly, like within a few minutes, sent us back a message and said, how about I take a video for you and you guys can post it. It'll be just for you. And I think within an hour we had the video. It was, I was blown away. Super nice of her. She did not need to do that. She did not need to take time out of her day to do so. Awesome. It was so sweet. And I, a lot of people just said how how cool it was. She did that. And I think it was really sweet because she also could have said, do not drive by my house. If you do, I will have a security. I mean, she could have very easily been 
defensive and shut us down. And instead she just asked us not to drive by and that she'd give us a video. And I thought it was really sweet, really cool. And the house is amazing. So go check out that post because it's, it's a huge home. It is massive. Yes. Maybe we'll play the video in our stories. Um, yeah. Good call tomorrow. So you all can see it. But that wraps up where we are about 10 minutes over and, but we had a lot to cover and I think you guys are not going to be disappointed because if we left any of that stuff out, I'm sure we would have gotten messages asking how we feel about certain topics. So thank you so much for listening. If you have not already, please subscribe to us on Instagram, uh, well on Instagram, but mostly on podcasts (laughs) uh, because it just, it helps us. The more subscribers we have, the more discoverable we become and please leave us a review with a, a, a little reason why you think we're so wonderful and why you keep listening to us. Cause we truly appreciate that. But most importantly, if you love Bravo, which you probably do if you're listening to this and you don't want to wait every week to hear what we really think, follow us on Instagram at real moms of Bravo. We post the stories way too much according to my husband, but we give you everything that's happening. We put it all out there. We give you little snippets of our life. And we also post, uh, try to put as much mom humor as we can into things. So uh, if you haven't checked us out already on Instagram, please do so. And be sure to check us out next week when we release our next episode. Thanks so much. Is your daily grind getting you down? A Thermospas hot tub may be the solution. Just a few minutes under those powerful soothing jets and all your stress seems to melt away. Like you're lying on a cloud of bubbles. You'll not only feel better, but sleep better too. Call 877-861-4672 now. And for a limited time, save $1,250. Call 877-861-4672 or visit thermospas.com to schedule a free on-site assessment.